0: What is going on, guys? I hope you guys are doing fantastic. And if you're not, well, I hope I can add a little bit of awesomeness with this episode today. Today's episode, well, I had the utmost privilege of interviewing Dr. Joseph Antoon. A little bit of his background, Dr. Intune completed his health policy studies at Harvard University, public health at Johns Hopkins University, medicine and biological sciences at St. Joseph University, PhD studies in Mediterranean and Middle Eastern studies at King's College. Dr. Intune has dedicated his professional experience to reforming health systems towards preventative care to create a market for healthy aging by launching the first aging and longevity product called Prolon. And to bring in back fasting as a longevity practice to humanity. Now, that's just a little bit of his background and some of the stuff that he does. What we really got into was the benefits of fasting today, why he created Prolon, right? And how it really benefits us. You know, male, female, it doesn't really matter. We get into talking more about how aging is affecting us and more than anything, the importance of preventative care. Right now, we are in a reactionary um state of of science i guess you know we just kind of react to the to the ailments that are affecting humanity and his whole mission is about preventative care right and he found that if we can focus on aging properly and postponing it i guess we can live a lot healthier we can live healthier lives instead of the sick care system that we are currently living in so without any further ado guys let's jump into today's episode and be sure to have a notepad handy because there's a lot of knowledge that Dr. Joseph Antoun brings to the table. All right, let's jump on in. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode here at the Masculine Health Solutions Podcast. Today, I am joined by none other than Dr. Joseph Antoon. Dr. Joseph, how are you today, sir?
1: Fantastic. Look forward for... Uh a discussion great discussion today
0: yeah and i mean i'm looking forward to talking to you after i've learned so much about your background about what you do and how you kind of went against you know the common thread as far as you know our modern day medicine kind of goes as well like what made you really go into fasting which is something that um isn't really celebrated by you know our popular science or by society as a whole
1: yeah well well fasting is 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 picking up though big time. I I think today the statistics show that um, one adult American out of 10 is doing certain type of fasting. So it it suddenly became um, after 2018, 2019, the number one diet or dietary pattern in the US. Um, Mm -hmm. That's right. I started my career as a physician. I went to mainstream medicine, um, MD, PhD, and, and I always wanted to help patients and And um, and that was my passion in life. And then you discover when you're doing your rotations that you've been, you know, talked to, well, first you meet people after they're sick. That was my biggest issue. And then number two, we can, in most cases, we couldn't, we couldn't reverse their disease. So you get a blood pressure. Well, you got to get a pill for the rest of your life. And I, I always wondered if it worked, why you have to refill it. That was my biggest question. <laughs> so, so you get out of my clinic and you take a pill for you know blood pressure, a pill for cholesterol, a pill for your blood sugar, et cetera. And you know, we would tell you, hey, eat healthier, but you gotta watch out. Otherwise you're gonna have another episode. But that, you know, it was a soft discussion there. Whereas that should be the big discussion is lifestyle medicine. And, um, and and I always wondered if all these five pills worked, why do you have to refill them? Right. That was my <laughs> biggest That's <was> my biggest. <laughs> and and sitting and looking at the at the patient across the table in the clinic, I mean, you know, you get your typical 55 to 65, 70-year-old guy. I mean, you know, part of it is aging. This is why he cannot get rid of his weight. And of course, when you're a little bit have more weight, you're gonna start, you know, expressing that in blood pressure and blood sugar and blood cholesterol. So it was a combination of aging and, and actually the solution should be helping them in rejuvenation and slowing down their aging process, which is what we're gonna talk about today with fasting. And the other solution is for them to lose weight in an effective way, not to lose weight on any diet, whereas they lose muscle and fat and then they cannot get back the muscle, they just can get back the fat very fast. And we as doctors, I've, I've gone through what, seven eight years of just md and then another four phd and never never had beyond one class of nutrition right which is 80 percent behind what's happening with that with that physician across from the table from me with that patient and then um you know and so it's aging and it's picking up weight and it's unhealthy dieting as well which Coupled with even healthy dieting, there's a trick there on muscle and body mass, which we're going to talk a lot about today. And then it's about them getting get stressed with life and a lot of responsibility. And this is what it should be. It should be the 80 percent of the treatment should be lifestyle medicine. You know how to eat healthy, how to exercise, how to sleep well, how to stress less and how to improve social capital relationship with the family, relationship with the loved one. And all this, all these five pillars will have that person actually, you know, lose some weight effectively, feel better, exercise again, and then reverse, like reset their life. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so this is what, this is what pushed me to, to leave the practice of medicine and go more into, first I stepped into health policy reform and health system reforms. So I studied public health and health policy thinking that I'll reform the healthcare system into more a preventive one, which which I did in so many countries actually. Um, yeah. But then you get into, okay, what can I do to prevent? And most people know that they should eat healthy, but either they do it or not, right? If the burger is sitting across from you and you're hungry, they're gonna eat it, right? And, yeah. and And people know that they should exercise and either they do it or not. And so I felt that the temptation of the short term is, is trumping these recommendations and we should go and figure out a product that gives you the benefits of prevention and that for me did not exist how can i consume people like to consume right if, if, yeah. if you know if you can one click order food late at night you're going to do that And yep. you know. <laughs> there is no product that represents prevention mm-hmm. and, and this is when i started looking at how can How can we bring to the market something that people can consume and help them big time uh, you know in, in living a longevity based lifestyle a healthy aging based lifestyle and this is what took me to all the way to fasting and the fasting mimicking nutrition which we'll talk about more today i don't know if you had a question or you want me to keep rolling
0: Oh, well, I mean, I got a million different questions, but <laughs> one of the ones I did want to start off with is that you mentioned all the drugs that um, obviously you were prescribing. That's one of the things that, um, you know, I, I have kind of discovered as well when you search the people like I'm Costa Rican and in our blue zone, there's people that live to be like yeah, 100 plus. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that we found about them is that, like you mentioned right now, is that a lot of people are happy. They have that community going, Yeah, you know, and they smoke, they drink, they do all these things, but they're happy. And and they don't take the drugs from the allopathic medicine like we've been told to do here in North America. Um, So my question that the first question I wanted to ask was you know, I think it's, there's always a trade off. So how toxic are some of these drugs that we're taking or recommended to take on a daily basis in the long run? And how do they really affect us when it comes to anti or aging faster, I guess?
1: Yeah. I mean, just to clarify, it's not like we should be anti drug or pro drug. It's just everything has its own timing, right? Mm -hmm. What we're trying to say is 80% of medicine should be lifestyle medicine, right? Yeah. And then, okay, you default, or I mean, if you if, if if you're 80 years old and you cannot, you know, exercise because you lost the food to diabetes or something, you cannot go and you I mean, you got to be helped by medicine. So we're not here to say we're anti medicine as much as we're here to say medicine is not the solution for everything, and gotcha. this is why, you know, when I graduated from med school, we used to spend in the U.S. 2.2 trillion dollar on on health care. So now we have just crossed 4 trillion per year. And wow. the obesity are high, rates of cancer keep increasing. Rates of, so if, if any of that, an extra two trillion dollar within 15, 20 years, and and none of that is curbing the rates of this big chronic disease. So we still we still are obese, we still are, you know, getting more diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's, and autoimmune disease and cardiovascular. So the current healthcare system clearly is not curbing these rates. Now, it doesn't doesn't mean that if I have cancer, I would not take a drug. There are many great drugs for cancer. It doesn't mean that um, if I'm diabetic and my pancreas is damaged and already need insulin that I would not take it. But what we're saying is leave that for 20% of the cases that are advanced, that everything else failed. Don't start with it. Yeah. Um, When you go and you see your, your doctor and you have a high blood pressure, I mean, he should figure out: Are you stressed? Did you gain weight? Is it aging? Is it you know uh, uh, something's worrying you or your or your sleep? Because a lot of the sleep apnea even gives you help, help. all that before he tells you this is your new prescription for the next forty years of your life. This is what gotcha. we're
0: talking. Yeah, and that's so, kind of the approach that I feel is more important. Anyways, it's the preventative aspect of it, and that's kind of why I think fasting is as important as it is. And for you, you said that you were working with Dr. Walter Longo and that, you know, you really brought fasting to light. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey there and what made you really want to push, you know, fasting to the forefront?
1: Yeah. So, so I was on a quest to find what is that product that can represent, you know, healthy aging. That was my biggest thing and in, in help people. And why we're talking about aging? Because, you know, we think, we think cancer is completely different than Alzheimer's, right? They're completely different than cardiovascular disease, then completely different than diabetes. And we've created specialties and disease names. And they're not that much different. They actually are the expression of aging. You know, they, you don't get Alzheimer's at age 20. You don't get your first heart attack at age 23. Uh-huh. So basically, the way you age, and once your body is used and abused, and then you know, if the brain starts falling first, it's like when you drive a car for... 300,000 miles and uh, you know if, <laughs> if, if, if the window's not opening it's not that there's a disease in the window and it was manufa- not rightfully manufactured and all that it's just it's been used so many times right yeah in, in the same way this most of the chronic of course there's some some you know genetic predisposition but not in in most cases um, and in most cases it's lifestyle and aging and and therefore if you can unlock if you can help people, Decelerate the rate of aging. So, say you're say you're 50, but if your biological age, if inside you are 45, then you just gain five years away from that Alzheimer's or from the first heart attack or for, from cancer. That's the secret actually of the healthcare system. Today we're practicing a sick care system. We wait for you to get sick. We take you to a specialist. He puts you on a pill or a surgery. That's a that's the that should be just 10 20 percent of healthcare. Healthcare should be, how can I keep you healthy from the inside by keeping yourselves healthy and not worn down and not prone to mistakes? Yeah, that's that's was my biggest aha moment in my life is how can I decelerate the rate of aging? It's okay to be 70 if you're 60 from the inside. That's wonderful. You just got 10 years away. You know, when, yeah. even if you're 70, when you were 60, you did not have Alzheimer's, you did not have a heart attack, and you did not have diabetes at that age. So getting you, slowing your biological age is actually, it should be the top, top uh, focus of healthcare system. And I started looking, what does that, what what could we do? And you hear a lot about metformin, as it's again, mm-hmm. pill solution, right? NMNs, again, pill solution, which then work on one pathway, which then does effects and side effects. For me, it was, can I find a more systemic, natural way? And this is when I met Professor Walter Longo, who is the founder of our company and the founder of, he started his life researching fasting and then started developing the fasting mimicking diet Mm -hmm. to help people go through a longer fast. So when I met him, he explained, adding to my aging aha moment, he added another aha moment, which is, you know, when you fast, and this is not, we're not talking for the 16 hours. A lot of your listeners will do the intermittent fasting in the morning. Yeah. And they think they're getting an autophagy at hour 16, which is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you skip breakfast, there's not enough of a crisis to get into autophagy. So what Walter Longo explained to me now eight years ago, nine years ago, and is getting more and more proven today is that, you need at least two to three days of fasting to get your cells into a crisis mode for them to rejuvenate. Mm-hmm. So let me explain that a little bit. If, if you fast for a few hours or one day or two days, you have enough fat, you have, you have reserves to, that you can bank on, right? If you're not eating, yeah. you can go to your fat system, you can go to your glycogen, you can go to your liver and ask it to dump some of the new, newly formed glycogen. So, so you have enough, it's like a company. Uh, that has no revenue, say, hey, I have, I have a little bit of money in the bank. I'll use those, right? Yeah. Now, the longer you go, then that money or that fat is not enough. And then the body, and this is starts at day two for most people. Uh, at day two and three, the body tells the cells, hey, I cannot feed you now. You gotta look inside, start eating the debris, the organelle, detox, clean, rejuvenate, so that w- we together as a body with an optimal performance to survive the crisis of the fast. So fasting works very well by helping you losing a lot of weight, right? The best, the fastest way to lose weight is not to eat. So a lot of people get really happy with that. But the magic of fasting, the miracle of biology that's coming from fasting is when you cross day two and three, your body's telling the cells, hey, you've got to rejuvenate. And why that's the miracle because then Uh, is the cell, a rejuvenated cell is considered a biologically younger one, a better one. Mm -hmm. And therefore potentially can help you step away from getting the first, doing a first mistake and getting into a chronic condition. Yeah. So, So fasting turns out to be, especially the prolonged fast, turns out to be a big, big double benefiter for the body. Number one, losing a lot of weight. Of course, when you lose weight, there's a lot of positive metabolic things you can go through that. In number two, you're asking the cells to rejuvenate, which there's a healthy aging benefit from that. Now, there's, there are many other benefits. I, I, went, I would add one here, which is very important, is the lean body mass protection. The, when you go on a diet, on a low-calorie diet, you lose, you lose fat and you lose muscle because mm-hmm. the body goes and starts eating from anywhere. It can extract calories. When you do fasting, again, we go back part of fasting is a calorie deficit, but the other part is a positive stress on the cell to rejuvenate. And guess what, historically as humans, we, we used to not always have food. And I would yeah. learn that if you're fasting, if there's no food, I cannot compromise my muscle. I need to protect my muscle. Yeah. It's a stressful time. So when you're in stress, your growth hormone increase and your muscle, so which protects the muscle, it's a stimulant to the muscle. And then the muscle tone is there and the muscle is rejuvenating. So what we see with fasting is that in most people, you don't lose lean body mass. And that's critical because when you go off fasting, you want to go back and say, okay, I lost fat mainly. I didn't lose muscle. So basically my relative lean body mass is high. So I'm a better performer. I'm going to walk faster. I'm going to go back to exercise. I feel rejuvenated it gets you on a good metabolic rate to keep burning fat rather than like most diets where you lose fat, you lose a little bit of muscle, and then coming back, when you default on that diet, you go back, you eat again, you gain, you gain fat again, but you have lost muscle, so you're in a worse metabolic rate, and then it's easier to gain back the fat, and then you go back into another cycle. And basically, in most diets today, we're just swapping muscle with fat, and that's, that's a big, big problem.
0: Which is something that we do see a lot in the bodybuilding community or people that are always trying to cut too fast. And, you know, it kind of is weird because they end up with that skinny fat kind of body where it's like, you know, he lost weight, but he shrunk. And technically, sure, he lost 10 pounds, but it's like he looks worse. Yeah. you know, and we, we do see that a lot where it's like, well, what'd you do? He's like, I did a crash diet with like a keto slash whatever.
1: yeah,
0: And it's almost like a short-term thing just to see no. some numbers on the scale fluctuate.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then w- one of the major difference between keto and the fasting, and, and we'll talk about the fasting mimicking diet, because I'm, I'm, te- I'm, I'm not telling people now to go on three days or five days of water fast. We have a better solution for that. We'll talk about it, which is yeah. the mimicking nutrition. but But with keto, like you're saying, it has some advantages, which is it's a low-carb diet, so that's positive. It helps with high ketones or high fat for the brain, but it has also a downside, which is the metabolic rate, which is the, the, the muscle loss as well, and, and it's not shown in the long term that it's a pro-longevity diet. So it's a short-term diet. Do so You need to lose carb fast because you're pre-diabetic or diabetic. Do so You need to improve a brain function because you have a brain health condition. These are the main positioning for a keto diet short-term. It's not a long-term diet because of what we're,
0: what, you know, what we talked about. Yeah. And the other question I had, um, something we were talking about a little bit off air, but I wanted to bring it up again, was what is the ideal protein co- consumption for, I know it varies kind of by age. So like, let's say 18 to 25 is going to be a certain amount, 25 to 40, but what would it be just kind of a ballpark for most people to stay healthy and obviously have that longevity and kind of anti-aging approach yeah. to it?
1: Yeah. So this, is, this is one of my biggest passion, actually, in, in today in life, because we've all been taught that carbs are bad, therefore, go consume protein, right? And protein will grow your muscle. We're all, we all love that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I've been to the gym and, and drinking all the shakes every day and growing. And then I started wondering why, why Ronnie Coleman dies at age 55, why all these big bodybuilders are dying early. And I started researching that. And rightfully so, they lose like almost 10 years of their life.
0: Yeah. And,
1: and I was like, mm, why is that so? And they say, oh, they inject themselves with testosterone, with growth hormone, but they don't, when you talk to them, when you talk to most of that community, they do, but but not every day. What they do every day is this hyper, hyper protein state.
0: Yeah. And
1: they start looking into the data there. And, and again, Professor Volto Longo, who studies heavily, longevity and, and, and nutrition and muscle and, and the protein you know axiom as well. has shown over and over and over again that when you eat a high protein diet, what you're doing basically, you're increasing insulin-like growth factor. So when we eat carbs, insulin increase. When we eat protein, IGF increase. IGF insulin-like one. growth factor, mm-hmm. IGF-1. And we're familiar with it. We call it IGF-1 and we think it's all positive, but if you read that acronym, it's insulin-like growth factor. So you're growing your muscle, you're happy, but IGF grows everything. It's not like there's, a, there's only a muscle, it's every cell, like every part of it. So <laughs> you're growing physically a muscle because you're, you're pump you're, you're using it. So this is, it calls in for nutrition, it calls in for IGF, but every part of your body is getting a boost in IGF. And guess what, when you grow forward, It's like having the, I call it the diabetes of protein. If you have high insulin in the body, you're aging fast and you're getting towards diabetes. If you have high IGF and high protein, you're growing. We grow biologically forward. We don't grow backward. And it goes against everything we talked about in this podcast, which is the more protein you eat, the more you're pushing your body to age. And this is why you see all these athletes. He's like, oh wow, I haven't seen him for five years. Look how old he he, he looks, yeah, right? Yeah. See them right away changing when they stop training. Their skin looks much older than their 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 age, and and then you know, unfortunately, we lose a lot of them early on in life. And, yeah. and probably this is why Arnold Schwarzenegger turned into, if you watch Game Changer, vegan, yeah. And probably that's the other ex- extreme we can talk about it. If you have to be fully vegan or add a little bit of fish, you know, which mm-hmm. which we're more prone for. But the big message to your audience today is that if you want to build muscle, of course, take a little bit more of protein every day. If if too much more protein every day worked, you would be buff in one month, right? You don't need to <laughs> take a little bit more. So t- typically we say 0. 0.36 gram, Per pound, or which is a 0.8 gram per kilo. If you're not practicing, if you're not, you know, if you're just, just, you know, an average male or female, just want to, you know, live live a balanced life. Now you wanna, you wanna, you know, you wanna build up muscle. Move from that 0.36 to the 0.5 to the 0.6 or 0.8 per kilo. Move to the 1, 1.2 max. But you don't go to two, two, three grams, of which all these new protein companies are pushing on people. Mm-hmm. And this is why cancer increased globally. This is why aging is increasing globally. We, we've jumped. We said, oh, carbs are bad, which, which is certain carbs are bad. Not all carbs are bad. Legumes and vegetables this is what we as humans ate all, all our life. So the yeah. right carb is good. And then we said, oh, ev- everything is bad in carbs. They jump on protein. We jumped on protein. And guess what? We didn't curb diabetes. We didn't curb cancer. We didn't curb Alzheimer's. So both carbs and protein are actually food for the body to push the body to grow. When you grow, you age. And this is why fasting is so critical, coming back and saying, wait a second, let's push against this IGF insulin craze and help the cells go back and rejuvenate rather than keep pushing them towards aging. And it's a very, very big and important concept. A lot of your listeners probably are drinking a lot of protein per day and going to the gym, which of course they should go and and exercise for that maybe not so much on the protein because <clears throat> once you cross that extra 20, 30% of protein per day, which is your muscle will be happy with, once you cross that, you're not adding much muscle any, any, any further. You're just you know, keeping that aging sign on the body and you're getting, if you're 40 or 50, you're your biologically, you'll be 55 or 60. And guess what? This is when you're gonna get your first heart attack or your first cancer, et cetera. So big watch out there. And we, um, we, we studied a lot, actually, also, how much protein at with age and et cetera. And, and in general, you know, if you're young, high protein is fine. You're not prone to diseases there. If you're mid-age and getting closer to that 40 to 60 window, this is the pre-heart attack. This is the pre-cancer. This is the pre-diabetes. you got to watch out and not consume that much protein at that stage. Once you cross 65, you know, you have lower absorption rate. Muscle becomes a vital organ for walking and longevity. You Go back in and, and your cells. And I don't want to get into a lot of scientific details, but even if you eat high protein after 65, the response of growth of aging of the cell is slowed down because they're more senescent, they're older. So, your risk of cancer being pushed by that high protein state goes down. So, after 65, you're okay going back and eating a little bit more protein. It actually is important for longevity. So, it's a simple it's a cyclic recommendation, more at a younger age, then look, take it easy a little bit at mid, mid age, especially in the, the 40 to 60, 65, and then you can go back on a higher protein after 65. Interesting. Cause
0: you know what? The thing is, I, I actually, it's interesting that you mentioned, um, how problematic IGF one, cause I don't know if you know, it's been in the bodybuilding community, it kind of became popular where guys were actually injecting IGF one. Yeah. And I was like, because there was a guy at my gym who was taking it. And he's like, Yeah, man. And this guy was massive. But, um, yeah. you know, he was in all the gear. And if he was you like, think about
1: it, we're all doing it by eating protein, by drinking the shit. I mean, I used to be one of them. I used to be super, super buff.
0: Jacked. And, and, and,
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, we all wanted to look like this at age 30. Mm-hmm. And we were proud of it, which we are and we should. But we can get there without paying the price of also accelerating our aging. This is what we're trying to preach here today. Is is if injecting every day the IGF or if eating high-protein every day worked, you would be an normal short six months. Yeah. That is it, it curbs pretty fast after a certain level. And this is what we're trying to tell people is, is be cautious there, don't over-proteinize it or don't over-carbohydrate your body. If we, can, <laughs> if we can say it this way, they're both good and they're both harmful when at a high level and um one thing
0: that you had talked about as well um was about how humans have ate in the past and you mentioned that we would you know usually hang out by the rivers because you know there'd be food there you know fresh water yeah. how could we kind of take that old school concept and apply it into our lives yeah. and what are some kind of guidelines that you would go by as far as you know consuming nutrition yeah
1: no and, and i always talk about that because i hear all these crazy theories that the caveman diet as if we you know, we slept in caves to protect ourselves from animals at night. But it's not like we, there was food in a cave or water in a cave to kind of you know. And then you hear this, you know, crazy. Um, you know, we 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 have lived most of our lives, the human existence on the planet, hundreds of thousands of years, was around rivers. We always sought because that's the only water you can drink. Without water, drinking water is just we hundred percent we die. And well, the water you can drink in around rivers is where the highest density of you know grass and trees and and nature and and by the way there's an animal in the river called fish that cannot fly or run away or it was easy to fish and it was much more difficult to hunt an animal and then when we when we became better hunters we started hunting for sure so so and we we are sculptured by nature we lived we lived. With nature for long enough to get sculptured by it, and and so, and we see that today when you go and you study centenarians, people living hundred and beyond, you see that their diet represents that diet around the river, meaning a lot of plant based, and then some fish as a main source of animal protein, and then from time to time, rarely but from time to time, we call it the flexitarian. So pescetarian is plant based plus fish, and then flexitarian is you add a little bit more meat you know now and then Um, maybe after age 65 you do more you know Uh, at a young age you do more but at a mid-age maybe you do less and then um, that's a flexitarian slash mediterranean if you want to do a little bit more meat so that this is where you feel is the sweet spot between I, i call that balancing long and strong meaning you want to live long and you want to be strong. You yeah. have to be either or, right? You, you don't want to go very strong and lose the long and die die yeah. younger. And you have examples, right? The giants the, 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 that, that have high production of growth hormone due to acromegaly, like Andrew the Giant yeah. and all the... And, you know, if you study the people with acromegaly, they lose 10 years of their life. That's a natural biological source of overproducing growth hormone and IGF, right, as a, as, a, as a downstream from growth hormone. So we have enough proof from the body, heavy bodybuilders and the people with acromegaly that you lose years of life. So my big, my big mission to the work today is to, is to advance this balanced long and strong concept. And then also to say from time to time, you got to go and do the fasting nutrition so that you rejuvenate yourselves. So if you, if you think about it, it's like a Formula One race and you're racing and then you want to make sure that you don't over wear your tires and you overheat your engine. And then twice, you know, in that race or three times max, or you go and you take a pit stop and you change the wheel, that's fasting. And you yeah. change the wheels and, you, and you, you fill in the gas and you, so you rejuvenate and you come back stronger to last longer in the race that's exactly you know it's like the computer is what you hit the reset sometimes it slows down you have to reset it Mm -hmm. fasting prolonged fasting uh which now again we made much more available with the um with the fasting mimicking nutrition is is a way to rejuvenate the body in that sense
0: and let's i want to jump into the fasting mimicking diet because it kind of sounds oxymoronic when i looked it up i'm like what is a fasting mimicking diet (laughs) you know like because i've done a prolonged fast intermittent fast but i've never ever heard of a of a fasting mimicking diet. So what kind yeah. of got the ball rolling there and how'd you make it work? Cause it seems like a concept that shouldn't go, shouldn't make sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is a big oxymoron. How am I fasting while eating, right? Mm-hmm. But that was the only way to make fasting readily available for people. So, so what we have talked about up until now in this podcast is, okay, I can do a few hours of fasting. I'll lose a little bit of weight, but that's not gonna stress enough myself to rejuvenate. So I got to do two, three, four, five days, and how am I going to? Who's going to last on water for a few days? It's just maybe 0.1% of society, um, and people who need it the most are not going to do it. So, so in in some 12 years ago, we had a lot of strong, prolonged fasting data in mice on on on, on their health span, meaning helping them live healthy long. And so when we went to do human trials water fasting we used to be a water fasting kind of uh, you know labs and it was impossible to get people to fast for four days and but the but the estimated benefits were were really high so so the national institute of health we applied for grants to the national institute of health and it was us and university of southern california and um and now there's 18 other universities and um and we said can we get some money to discover the fasting mimicking diet. And the National of Health was so supportive, many, many grants of millions of dollars. And, and the goal was, can I feed you while the cells not being convinced that they had enough food? That's the concept. So mm-hmm. think if you're the CEO of a company, you're the head of a company and say, you need $2 million per month to run that company, it's a big company, and then if I give you zero dollars, you're, obviously you're fasting. You're gonna go and and run and cut budgets and fix the company pretty fast, or do whatever you can. <laughs> with the but if I give you also four hundred thousand, it's not like you're happy, right? You're mm-hmm. you're still feeding the stress of one point six million dollar deficit. Now, if I give you one point eight million, this is how every low calorie diets work. I give you a little bit less. Yeah, you're fine. 1.8 versus two, you know, you have enough in the bank to go over that. You'll adjust operations a little bit. You slow down, by the way. That's the slowdown of metabolism at 1.8 at at any diet you do today. Mm -hmm. Fasting is different. Fasting gives you zero. The fasting mimicking nutrition actually gives you almost half, 40 to 50%. Wow. And the secret is not just the calories. The secret is how can I feed you half of what you need? How can I give you almost a million dollars? Which is significant, but give you the stress of like 1.4 million deficit. So the, the 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 secret of the formulation, which took years of development, is I'm going to give you 1,100 calories on day one. It's a five-day fasting. I diet. that is a five-day nutrition program. Day one is 1,100 calories, and then 800 calories every you know day two, three, four, and five. Wow. So you're getting a good you know you're getting half of what you need. It's not, it's not bad, it's not like you're fasting, you get it, you're halfway through, but the nutrients are tested to come in and by the time they get to the cell, they're barely detected detected by the radars of the cell. So the cell is getting that nutrition, but it's not getting to the level where it says, I'm satisfied, it stays unsatisfied. And when the cell is unsatisfied, it's gonna go, it thinks it's fasting and it's gonna rejuvenate. That's, that's the entire discovery. And does
0: any of the does any of the food in in the fast American diet does it spike blood sugar at all like insulin levels or does it just keep everything just kind of on par just kind of sneaks under the radar?
1: Yeah, it, it sneaks under the radar except just at night, and it, we specially designed it. Um, um, the product is called Prolon. I don't know if you're familiar, but you know, yeah, I saw the, the website. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, so what prolin would do is, is we'll keep your IGF in check. So instead of spiking IGF, it goes up a little bit. It just goes flat and then goes down. Same with insulin instead of spiking, because if insulin IGF spike, mm-hmm. the, we call the endocrine system, the body and then the yeah. cell, so whereas they, they recognize there's food. So the goal is not to spike insulin. The goal is not to spike IGF. Except actually then, and you're making me reveal a secret right here now, except that at night, a little bit of a spike we induce because that's important for the muscle. You don't want to, you want to, you want to starve the body, but because growth hormone, it's a stressful situation, fasting, growth hormone is high. The muscle tone is high. If you give the the muscle a little bit of carb at night while it's resting and rebuilding, it actually preserves very, very well. So one of our secret, and, and this is this is why it takes twelve years and tens of millions of dollars, is we look at how can I fast you while I'm nourishing you, while I'm protecting your muscle, which you get out of it like in a full rejuvenation and super, uh, amped up, and and people talk about changing their relationship with food after the five days, talking about the feeling of empowerment, talking about the the mental clarity, the the, um, uh, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a rejuvenation without, comprom- without depleting you. It's actually probably the only way to rejuvenate while amping up rather than rather than put you in a depletion of, of calories.
0: That is super interesting, man. And the fact that you guys, well, you have it down in science, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> we, we spend a lot of, um, we have over 18 clinical trials on it now. We have wow. over 371 patents filed globally.
0: On, on, on this
1: and so there's a lot of um you know the the, the trials mm-hmm. happening now are at stanford they're at you know uh, university of miami um uh, heidelberg milan Leiden, all the big research centers around the world are testing wow. the stigma mimicking diet for for healthy aging but also now they start looking into some uh conditions to see if we can help with those as well
0: that is i mean that is I mean, you basically made something impossible, made it possible, and now you've made it accessible to the public, which is even more groundbreaking. Because I mean, I myself, like I was telling you earlier, when it comes to protein, you know, I was always told, you know, take X amount, this, that, and the other. But it's almost like the approach that you have is more of a less is more, and you're actually bringing real health. And from a preventative standpoint, you know, it's not about the sick care. It's not about the response. What you're doing is really going for the root cause. Because I imagine this probably helps with metabolic, uh, people suffering from metabolic disease, obesity, all the things that we're seeing right now. I've, have you guys tested as well, like how it affects people that are suffering from these diseases in the long run as well? Or?
1: We're, we're, because I mentioned the product name, I cannot talk about disease or health condition, but from, okay. a, from a company standpoint, yes, most of the 18 clinical trials we're doing now are exploring, uh, you know, whether the fasting mimicking technology can help people with certain conditions. So, um, I'm happy to come back and do a full podcast around oh, health yeah. conditions and fasting. But, uh, but because we mentioned the fasting Mimikin diet and the ProLon, I'd rather stick today with the healthy aging and the and the kind of the wellness and and the longevity lifestyle based. Uh, you know, if you want, claim just to separate these two.
0: Gotcha. No, yeah, I don't
1: blame we're, you. <laughs> we're in the company of ethics and science. So I always take it. We. We, you know, they call us the first Nutri-Tech of the world. You know, the biotech is like pharma companies. We're yeah. We put true science behind food. We have more MDs, PhDs in the leadership of this company. It's a food company, but we have more MDs and PhDs that you would see, uh, you know, proportionally to the size of the company in any other company. And, um, and food for us is medicine. Food is the most impactful thing you can do to your body every day. You're eating every day. It's the only product you put in your body every day. So it's very important to once and for all for for the sake of humanity, for a company to come and say, "Let us really put hardcore science behind this to help people you know eat what they should eat to live healthy long rather than coming up with a new book and a new podcast and a new theory and then only for you know damage people for six years before somebody else comes in and the science proves proves things you know to be wrong. I think we're We're probably the only company with the nutrition program that is now published in the top medical journals of the world, science, cell, nature. Uh, we do randomized clinical trials like like drug development on on our food, and then we come wow. back and then we sell it. So so that Prolon has gone through 12 years of testing multiple clinical trials before we can come to the market and and say what it does
0: i mean you got me sold i'll make sure that i add all the links to the description below because i know there's a lot of guys including myself that are you know itching to try it out but tell us more about where um obviously we can find prolong i'm guessing prolong.com or it's a
1: prolongfast.com
0: prolongfast okay
1: prolong is p-r-o-l-o-n and fast is is f-a-s-t.com um prolon fmd as well for fasting mimicking diet so we have two websites prolonfmd.com as well um and uh, and you can read all about the product and and what it does and and you can you can uh, buy it there you, We will also offer you free health coaching advice so you can talk to health coach wow. that with the product you can ask the questions you need learn what to do and the beauty is this is only five days so you're only buying a five day of nutrition um that will rejuvenate your body. You don't need to fast longer. You don't want to bankrupt your body. And you don't want to fast short. I mean, you can fast shorter to lose weight, but to induce a full rejuvenation on, on the body, what the science is showing is that you gotta do three to five days.
0: Excellent. And um, does it just kind of get shipped to your house? How does it really work? Yeah. Is it
1: it that comes easy? in box very easy. Ever you open the box, you have day one, day two, day three, day four, and day five. Each mm-hmm. one is a box. You pick it up, you have your morning bar, and, and the food is very friendly and very tasty. So you have your morning bar, then you have your soups, the lunch and dinner soups, you have supplements, you have crackers, you have a, actually a, a, a dark chocolate, even snack oh, wow. in the <laughs> afternoon. You have your supplements, your oil, your NR1, and you have your drinks and your teas. And you can drink coffee, you know, without milk, uh, obviously, so that you're interfering. So you can have your coffee, Everything else you need is in the box, all the way from food to supplements to drinks. Um, So it's very easy to have your food schedule, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's literally living five days on a structured meal plan that will give you what you need to eat, and you eat it and your cells do not recognize the food, and therefore you're getting the fasting, many of the fasting benefits without having to fast.
0: That is absolutely incredible dr joseph it was an absolute pleasure talking to you i learned a whole lot and i I think i got a million more questions i could probably ask you (laughs) but i had an absolute blast tell us more about where we can find you um your website your linkedin all that good stuff
1: yeah um obviously my social my linkedin and social joseph anton uh, on linkedin Uh, anton is a-n-t-o-u-n um, dr joseph anton at 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 insta and, and, and facebook i'm i'm more mostly active on linkedin um and uh, and if you want to read about our company and all the science that we're doing uh, on longevity and on on um, you know uh, helping people with certain condition the science is a little bit more explained on our corporate website lnutra.com l-nutra and nutra so l stands for longevity through nutrition that's is who we are we, we help people with a longevity-based lifestyle through nutrition, L-N-U-T-R-A.com. You can read more about us, about our science, about our technologies, and, and how we treat food as medicine. Awesome.
0: Absolute pleasure. Guys, I hope you guys took a whole lot out of it. And Dr. Joseph, hope to hear from you again soon.
1: Thank you very much.